Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. After listening to a couple of books about Eisenhower and the war in Europe during World War II, I needed something a little bit less (laughs) hard-hitting perhaps and I thought it's been a while since I listened to anything by Malcolm Gladwell and the one that came up first on Audible was Talking to Strangers. And this was not necessarily an easier book to listen to. And it's definitely not one to pass to young people. Um, Whether it's the Penn State scandal from a few years ago, or the gymnast team doctor scandal, kind of in the same general arena, or campus drinking issues, which are really messy and really bad. All of these make it really just, it's challenging to listen to. But the reason Malcolm Gladwell wrote this is because I think the main reason is he begins with the story of a 26-year-old woman who had just moved to East Texas to help work in an office on a college campus, and she was pulled over for what the cop said was a traffic violation. She didn't put on her turn signal because he was coming up fast behind her. And (laughs) so kind of like, you just triggered this inappropriate lane change because you were driving fast right up on me. But anyway, and the situation escalated and she ended up committing suicide in a jail cell three days later. So the that story has been not her specific story necessarily, but the story of the number of people who have been uh, harmed because of their skin color is a story that comes up again and again. And so I think Malcolm Gladwell was like, we actually need to have a conversation about what it is to talk to strangers and how do we misinterpret cues and what is it that people are saying? And it is as with all of his books, incredibly eye-opening. Oh, the stories that he chooses to use are very nuanced, very beautifully told, even if the stories themselves are not happy stories. And I think I came away from it with uh, just a, a real sense of gratitude for the way that the Lord has designed the world, that one of the things that comes out again and again is that for most of us, we default to truth. So if someone lies to us, we're pretty bad at detecting it because (laughs) our assumption is that people are truthful, that they are good people. And this actually allows our entire society to function well most of the time. And so there is a basic, I guess, reassurance in that. <laughs> and and there's so much grace as well that if you're taken in, whether by Bernie Madoff or anyway, other people of lesser badness, that's actually just because you're not, you're human. You're not a uh, I don't know, you're, you're operating according to the proper social uh, channels. And so, yeah, I think there's a part that I just want to 
want to pray about this. So, Lord, I think about how difficult it is to talk about the things that are really close to our hearts. I think the chapter in which he described how police officers have been trained to use traffic violations in order to pull people over an astonishing amount of time in order to profile them and how this really falls most heavily on our African-American friends and brothers and sisters. Lord, I'm just sad about that. That is in some ways compared to the war in Europe during World War II, it's more minor, but it isn't always, Lord. And I think about how I just remember one time back when I was in college and a bunch of us had gone to see, I think, a Shakespeare play on a probably a Saturday night. And Phil was driving home to his home and he had a migraine as he often did. And as he turned onto his street, a cop car that had been following him turned on its lights and he drove the six houses and parked in his own driveway And because he had a bad migraine, (laughs) he just wanted to go inside and go to sleep. So it was like, what do you need from me? And how, I think he got out of the car because he just felt so sick. And how the female cop, I remember her pulling her gun, but maybe she didn't quite, but was ready to. And just the immediate escalation over something that had been... (laughs) His, his turn signal light was out or something, something just so not dangerous. And yet it became this highly charged moment. And Lord, I think about how there's just brokenness in the world. And so even I think about this recording and how there is so much emotion around what Malcolm Gladwell was talking about around how it is to talk to strangers, how to understand what they're saying. Why did Neville Chamberlain get taken in by Hitler? And on and on, Lord. And so I think my main request here, Lord, is for grace for those of us who have dealt with unkindness or injustice, that you would heal our hearts. And then, Lord, for the places where... This broken, hurting world needs additional peace. I'm asking, Lord, that you would pour out your peace. That you would give us the ability to uh, hold our brothers and sisters, or hold all God's children with open hands. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen. Okay, and as just a quick side note here at the end. If you are not a young child (laughs) and you are okay with hearing about the alcohol scene on college campuses, I actually think this is probably one of the most important books that I've heard in a long time. So highly recommend it, but just recognize it has some really hard things in it. So, okay. Shalom.